This is Under the Hood with Chris and Sean, brought to you by the Stugart Motor Studios. To my right, I have the lovely Sean Leonard. Thank you very much. And across me, the master of the trolls, Nicholas Jacobs. How you doing, fellas? And to my left, the man among men, ruler of automotive empires, and the nicest guy in Lexington, Kentucky. Not to mention the smartest. Kevin Maggard. Mm. Oh. <laughs> What's up, guys? How we no, doing, man? man. Yeah, he's, I told you, he's like a duck to water, man. He'd be yeah. right perfect, perfect. for this. Yeah. I know, I know, perfect. He, he was concerned. He, he was, was concerned. yeah. He, I mean, that was a perfect. Sean should be more concerned with this podcast than Kevin should. Be more I, for this I mean, no, it's fun. Yeah, it's fine. So, Nick, what's been going on? Anything new? All exciting? Uh, yeah, I've been helping. Uh, got this customer. I've been helping put a floor in that has. You're doing some type of like it's like a habitat habitat for humanity or something it, like that. It felt now? like that. It's. It's felt like that? Wait, no, he's been at my house for the last week. It's been so. awful. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's I'm supposed about? to help him through the the hard parts, and then he's supposed to take over. Yeah, and then I'll said. come back maybe four or five days later, and the tools are in the exact spot in which I left him, and no more flooring down. Oh, okay. Any flooring that is down is wrong, and you pretty much have to take it up and put it back in. So Why are you still helping that guy? He sounds like a real piece of work. You know, because I'm a man of my word, and when well, I say I'll help he you, I will help you. kind of went at this like the Make-A-Wish Foundation. He's like, you know, I'm going to try to do good for the community, yes. and then he got you. Oh, we're talking about me. Yes. 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 How oh. many other flooring jobs did he do in last week? How, how many flooring jobs? I, I don't jobs? know. I'm not in his life. <sighs> well, but, he was with you last week, week yeah. before. Yeah. So you would obviously know but you guys did, were together. Yeah, just for like 45, 100 hours or so. <laughs> See what I'm saying? He don't, even, he, he don't even take into account how much time you're No, life. I know how much enough. beer this man can drink, okay? Fair enough. Well, what's the paycheck pay? I mean, God, yeah, I yeah, he got mad at me the entire time he was helping me. I made a wrong cut. He got mad at me. I said, you know, just take it out of my pay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did, too. Yeah, I got Holy. one less. I got one less beer that day. Yeah. He's a monster. Is what he, he, is. he is. He's a monster. I poured it out right in front of him. I was like, this is what you just did. Look what boy. you did. You lost the company money, Nick. Look what yeah, you exactly. did. You think I want to do this? God. Exactly. We all know that's a lie. You don't pour out beer. You drink it. <laughs> yeah, he drank it. In front I didn't of say you. where I poured. I poured it into in my, my mouth. mouth. Yeah, yeah. I can, yeah, I can understand. Well, we're gonna have some pretty fun. This uh, pretty much a lot of fun this time. We've got Kevin Maggard on our podcast today, which is um, he has blessed us with his presence. Um, it's uh, kind of like Jello, Nick. This is a hard one to nail down. This man is. Uh, he's been dodging your calls for like a week. He has. I think he's put me on. I've had to get two different phones with separate numbers to try to contact him. I've uh, done the. I've been trying to reach you about your car's warranty, different things like yeah. that. So is yeah. that why you had the pizza guy outfit? That's why like you yeah. served yeah. a warrant on him. Like yeah. you've been served, you're coming out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. I finally got him nailed down. Nick, don't give away our secrets. Yeah, no, that's I'm, how we finally got him here. That's right. Yeah. So th- thanks for ruining that, Nick. Yeah. So, no, 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 don't sit, sit, sit. <laughs> Yeah, he's packing his shit and leaving right now. So I don't know what that means, but we still yeah. have the lawsuit on. On, on, we're still doing that. Don't we're we're good. We're good. Everything should fine. be fine. It's fine. Well, we've got a couple of segments uh, about hidden things in cars you may not have known of. Um, we're going to have the the ask the uh, the ask the the man the wizard ask a question. There, Sean's got a couple questions that are uh, the scratching his head and mine. <sighs> I do, and and you know, normally I, I beat myself against the wall, and I just or Allison I, I does it for you. Yeah, I eventually figure things out. Mm-hmm. But yeah. when I'm in the presence of a man that has the experience and the knowledge that this man does, I can't help but like unload all my burdens onto him. It's like how I <laughs> like when we work together, and then he left. Okay, so let's pretend like we're in some type of like army, or there's a general, that kind of thing. And the army's behind you, right? So everybody's looking for this man to push forward. Well, the general one day is like, all right, man, 
I'm going to leave and I'm never coming back. And you're like, what the, what the hell am I supposed to do with all these idiots behind me? <laughs> so, yeah, and there was a lot of sleepless nights and different things like that. There was a countdown to Kevin leaving the shop. <laughs> I was like, do you think he's, he's probably just joking. He's, 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 he didn't mean he's, it. He's, he's coming back. He's, he's, he's coming, coming back. back. Yeah. And I look like my dog. Like I come in the next day of work, and I'm like, well, Kevin will be here in about five minutes. And I'm looking at the front door for him to walk in. So it's about like 11:30. I'm like, he's not coming in today. I know he's not coming in today. So it was a, it was a learning curve for me as well. But no, it was a, a blessed opportunity I had to work with Kevin. He uh, he taught me more than any formal education. Well, I guess it would be formal education with Kevin too, but. Um, I was I was lucky to say the least on uh, different things that um, he was a big uh, advocate of the kiss method. Keep it simple, stupid. I've heard that a lot. Or just I've keep it simple, Chris, you idiot. But it was the same, 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 same. same. But, yeah. So yeah. it should be good. And then we're going to the third segment. We're to the bourbon segment. And then the fourth segement will pretty much be um, uh, clean X's with clean uh, Sean's tears up from him seeing how the greater versus the lesser. Kind of thing. Yeah, it's, I'm not I, I am looking forward to it. I don't and think you are. At the same time, I feel like I don't think you're prepared for what's about to happen in the second segment. I, I feel like I'm going to get torn apart, like Tom well, did to me. Emotionally, yes. Yeah. Physically, no. No, no. we, we, we no. love these segments, yeah. Sean. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I know don't. you guys do. I yeah, know you guys. exactly. We love them. It's fantastic. It's best. It's be the best. Well, we're going to take a little break, and we'll get back to it, and we'll get back to it. All right. Well, there's another Chris and Sean. We'll be back in just a minute. What's Who you Brand new whip just hopped in. I got options. I can pass that bitch like Stockton. Just joshing. I'm spending this holiday locked in. Hey, everybody. Chris here from Under the Hoop of Chris and Sean. Just want to say you guys rock. We are loving your emails. Thank you for listening. And hopefully you guys are having fun and learning a little listening to us. Drop us a line at Stugart Motors Podcast at gmail.com or give us a buzz at 859-255-7424. We would love your all's feedbacks and questions. Be safe out there, guys. Thank you again. All right, guys, and we're back. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Wheat. Yeah, I didn't go anywhere. No, Sean I should have. Anywhere. Yeah, you should have. I have yeah. to tinkle. So what? To... Well, yeah, you... I forgot about that. Yep, yeah. part two is going to be a Why long do we do that? I don't know, because you're an idiot. Aren't yeah. we? What happened to the sign that we put up right here that we would switch when the when the when we were on break so I could go to the bathroom? We talked what about the sign. We talked about male adult diapers, and you completely negated that thing. We, do you not remember cutting a um, hole in the chair so you'd have a bucket underneath? Do you remember that at all? <laughs> no, I thought, there was, now. I thought that was just to relieve the tension on my tailbone. Um, yep, same thing. Oh. <laughs> oh, my, my bad. Chris my moved bad. from the, the bucket to the piddle pads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there it is. There it is. So That's we're going to this segment, and this is not like a crossfire or anything like that. We are um, – Sean has got a bunch of questions. Sean was not lucky like myself. He was, didn't have the opportunity to work with Kevin as much as I did. Now, Kevin, I would ask so many questions, Nick, during the day. It would just be at the point I would just ask questions about life or just about different things or whatever. It would go in my breaks. And Kevin always had an answer. Well, you need to tell people the age in which you started working with Kevin. I was started with Kevin. Just, I was early 20s. Uh, no, I think I was just. I was um, thinking you were like 20. I would think I was 20. Yeah. So fresh out of school, still learning about life. I was 20, just turned to 2010. Yeah, I was young. <laughs> yeah, I was maybe 20, I was thinking 21. 19. <laughs> 20, 20, is when I started working with Kevin. Mm. And um, the meeting of this man. Now, mind you, before I started working with Kevin, 
his persona or his aura, what you call, was bigger than was bigger than life. Because where I worked at the Mercedes Benz dealer, it was like you know, there's like Hall of Famers that have got their jerseys on the wall. Mm. It would be Kevin's jersey just repeated across every <laughs> section at the Mercedes Benz. It's like, oh man, Kevin Maggard, he'd have one time he had a car here, blah blah blah. Kevin Maggard, blah blah blah. Master Guild, Kevin Maggard. I'm like, golly. Did, did Kevin? Didn't you dissect like an engineering diagram for Mercedes or something? The stoplight it was switch. on the stoplight switch. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, that affected the cruise control. Uh, yeah. The uh, design was the fuse for the brake lights was on a different circuit than the cruise control. Well, in order to stop the cruise control, you generally step on the brake pedal. Hmm. So if the brake fuse broke and you engage the cruise control, uh, and uh, it would actually speed up. Oh, God. <laughs> and uh, Mercedes uh, cruise controls were very aggressive. Mm-hmm. So it, as the more you push the brake, the it would go to full throttle. <laughs> wow. God. God. <laughs> All right, so I just want to point out right there that how many lives you saved <laughs> in that instance. Just, just to be clear, he, you brought it up to Mercedes, did you not? No, they were trying yeah. to teach him. They were trying to teach him the way. It was a class that you guys went to, right? No, I, I just noticed this working on the car. I, I look at a lot of wiring diagrams, okay. and I noticed, I said, well, this, there's an issue here. <laughs> well, the Germans didn't believe it, so they went up to the head German in Chicago he and did. told him, they, no, that's impossible. So they said, okay, come out here. We're going to pull the brake light fuse, and I want you to take off down the road and, and uh, engage the cruise control. <laughs> he did, and he came back, and he had a hard time believing. I think all the Germans had a hard time believing that some little hill jack in Kentucky <laughs> figured out something their engineers just didn't catch. Das Uber engineer, yeah. No. I remember Chris telling oh, me that. Oh, want to be a fly on that wall. Oh, my God. Now, Maggard, it's like, or Kev, now, what do they give you for such response of a, 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 a feat as such, much as you did? Such, I mean, avoidance of lawsuit. Yeah, and thousands, death. millions of lives. Yeah, you would think they do something real nice Did, for you. Oh yeah, nothing. <laughs> you it, didn't get like a plaque or a pin or a. No, I, I didn't get it. They wouldn't. They didn't want to admit it, even though it became a worldwide recall on any <laughs> 190e with cruise control. <laughs> and they were like, "Shit, he I, figured it out." <laughs> I, I sent in diagrams on how they could fix that. And when they did finally come out with the fix, it was exactly like one of oh. the options. But it was it was the obvious option. Yeah, yeah, of course it was. <laughs> so yes. people, the, the obvious option aside from murdering. Obviously, I don't have a you know car company where I design cars. But if a man like you said, a hilljack from Kentucky, came up with this, I'd be like, let's. Let's get this guy over here. Let's yeah, like, yeah. Hey, come over here with they me for a while. Figure out this shit. What else we got to take a look at? Yeah. Just take a look at this over here for a minute. I bet a CIS injection probably would have had a nice overhaul. I guarantee overhaul. you, if Kev went over there, it would look like an episode of Hoarders. He'd be like, "You need to get rid of this shit. You need to get rid of this shit. You need to get rid of this shit. Now put this shit in here. You're good to go." <laughs> well, the, the Germans uh, have a uh, reputation of being hard-headed. Mm. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I ran across that a few times. 
Uh, I was always impressed with that story. Chris told me that. Oh, yeah. yeah. When he would come home, we lived together when he was working with you. Oh, yeah. And he would come home like, Kevin this, Kevin that, Kevin this. Which They were all great stories. So I, I feel like I know you. Just by part Just, yeah, yeah. And I do because we've met several times. <laughs> yeah. But back then, I was like, I know Kevin because I hear about Kevin every, about every, time. every day. You would except, except for the fact Kevin could be standing next to you on a sidewalk and you wouldn't know who he was. <laughs> until then, yeah, until you met him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah then, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Every night I came home, it's like, man, Kevin, blah, 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 taught me this or this, this, this. So, yeah. no, I was very lucky, man. I got told somebody, I said that you can go through, I said that I went through um, formal training for four years. Then I went through the training that Mercedes-Benz wanted me to go through for years and then took night classes for years. And all that equated up to nothing, <laughs> to <laughs> have the ability to work with Kevin Maggard has that is what formed and changed me to the technician that I guess I, I am today. And there's, I don't know Service what writer, I, you mean? Cause same, same. Uh, same but same. I wouldn't, I, I don't know what I would have done or where I would have been if it wasn't for being able to work with Kevin. Because it was, the, the things were, the world seems so big and so heavy, that kind of thing. He would just make my mind slow down and be like, now just think about this for a second. And you're like. Oh, okay. And like everything would just click. So he had a way of teaching me where I would understand, or he had the patience <laughs> to teach me where I was like, go, 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 go. Cause when you're a technician, you're young, mm-hmm. you gotta make the money, you gotta make the money. Or like, oh, you yeah. turn the hours. Like Kevin said, you don't live your life. You live your life by every five minutes or whatever. So it's like, and it's true. It's being like in our industry, it's, you don't get to fulfill your day. It's okay. How many hours did I turn today? And then you look at the clock. You're like, oh, I got two o'clock or whatever. So it it changes a lot of things that uh, I've, I've been lucky for to be able to work with Kevin for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I never got the opportunity to work with Kevin, and I'm sorry about that. No, my my, you know, and it, but I, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I'm very thankful for who I did end up training under uh, Dan Pachowski. I mean, it, it. I mean, he was. Smart and I mean, really well off on the old Porsches and everything. And Porsches was a lot of my passion. I mean, it wasn't really a Mercedes guy and everything. I worked on them, but I, I mean, Porsche was my thing. So I felt really good about who I got to internship with. But and when I got the opportunity to actually meet Kevin, I was so overwhelmed from all the stories that I've heard of this man. It's like meeting... It was, it was like meeting God. Meeting Nessie. In the automotive industry <laughs> Well, it's us. like, yeah, it's like an and, untold creature. And like, I, I mean, I don't, oh. want to make, I don't want to make him feel like... I don't want to make him feel... No, like, it should be like it's you know, fake. You're like, hold on, he's here? He's like, yeah, Kevin's like right there. Yeah. You're like, well, holy shit! Do you remember what I was working on when he when he came over for the first time? Uh, the, was it the 560 SL? Yeah, it was like a 560 SL, and yeah. it was doing something weird. I can't remember what it was. Um, now, but it was doing something weird and I had been fighting with it for probably at least a day and a half or so, just trying to figure out what the hell was going on with this thing. Yes, I remember. And then you said, oh, hey, why don't you ask Kevin? He's on his way over. I said, do what? What? So immediately, I run across the shop he to take, my toolbox. He takes a shower. He goes home. He gets changed. <laughs> I'm putting on the He was acting like Santa Claus was coming. Oh, he was Santa, Santa, Santa ain't got shit on Maggard yeah. showing up. I'm telling you, so, our field is like the 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 mecca. It's like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, so at this point, I am probably a good twenty years into my personal experience working on cars. Mm-hmm. And just hearing the name Kevin Maggard made me feel like an 18-year-old tech, tire tech that didn't know how to change oil yeah, yet. Yeah, now you're scared. And so I'm sitting over there by my 
$100,000 worth of toolboxes and tools and everything. I'm going, oh, God, oh, God, okay. I got I to, what's the intelligent the, the question? I need to not mess and this up. And Magger's going to show up with like a like a, an old Jeep bulb and two wires. I'm like, dude, I love it because, because when he showed up, he was wearing that really awesome, <laughs> I want one of those vests. That cool vest you have. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. He yeah. was wearing that. And it's probably, I don't know, a buck 90 outside. I mean, Nick, it's, it's the same like, thing that they wear, like in the military. And it's filled with freezable, like refreezable. Oh, I've seen them. Yeah. I yeah. know what you're talking about. And Mags are rolling the daily with these It was things. the coolest thing. His core temperature stayed at 68 degrees on the north. <laughs> 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 so he comes in wearing this, and I'm looking at him, I'm like, Holy shit! He, he is, is a, a human genius. being. Yeah, I, mean, well, I was like, I was like, he is a normal human being. That is so awesome. But yes, you know. But I think the first thing I said to Megs, and, and, and I really think that that I probably stuttered quite a bit, actually. Like you are now, yeah. Same time. I think you said, "Hey, uh, Sean's got a question about this car," yeah. and I'm hiding over by my toolbox still. Oh yeah. Next thing I know, I see you and Kevin walk over to the Mercedes over there, and I see him standing there looking at it. I'm like, okay, okay. Okay, calm, breathe, breathe. And I walk over, and I said, uh, uh, Mr. Maggard, hi, my name's Sean Leonard. I'm the stupidest person you'll ever meet in your life. Red flag I, him I, automatically. Yeah, and I have no idea. <laughs> I, to this day, I have no idea why those words came out of my mouth. But he just kind of, he gave me this look like, good for you for knowing. <laughs> and I was like, well, he's not... He's not walking away, so that's a good thing. Right? <laughs> He's probably won't know what this idiot needs help. <laughs> and you know, by the time the conversation was over, and him and I were were looking at this, and again, Kevin, you're you're an amazing human being. You really are a humble nice person, pop. and you're humble very pop. humble, mm-hmm. and it, very intelligent. And I can't thank you enough for helping me fix that vehicle. Because I mean, within I think it was probably five, ten, fifteen minutes, you were like. Okay, well, if you don't have this, you need, you need to check this. And if that's Sorry. not there, you need to go over here and check this. And and at the end of it, I just was like, I know what's wrong with this car. <laughs> you felt you felt, And we literally time. didn't really put a tool on the car. Mm-mm. It was just the way he was explaining how the, the different systems in the in the car worked. He's and a I was, whisperer. Yeah, he just and I was touches just, the – he'll go to like a 560 SC. I was like, oh. <laughs> um, you made it an overvoltage relay, and then hold on, oh, distributor. That's how you begin. But I, I, you know, and that was probably the first time I met Kevin. But I, enough with that, because I actually do have another car question for Kevin. Well, if he's willing to answer him, that's up to him. Can I, can Sean, I ask you one this, sure. is, this is his time. Too. Yeah, it's his podcast. Let him talk a little bit, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so he's the guest. So, and and this really is really like people are going to really think I'm stupid for this because I know. I'm pretty sure I already know what the answer is. I just don't want to admit it to myself. But um, so I have a 1978 Fiat 124 Spider. Um, I rebuilt the engine in it two years ago. Car ran great. Um, it came in a couple weeks ago, and it was having some some running issues, and it was dieseling real bad when you tried to turn it off. Um, so I went through. I found out my vacuum uh, vacuum retard on my distributor was bad. Put a new distributor in it. The carburetor was overfueling something awful. I couldn't get it to lean out, so I put a new carburetor on it. Everything was working out really well, um, and the cars were running absolutely fabulous now. But it doesn't matter what I do as far as timing, fuel, any of that. I turn the ignition off, and this thing will just diesel as long as it wants to, and it is driving me crazy. I just need I, I need something that I already know 
I'm sure in my head it's just not coming to the surface. I just need a, a soundboard. Okay, well, I'll take a guess at it. <laughs> <laughs> what do I feel he's already got the answer? Yeah, well. Uh, does. The, you, you, are, you, are you looking to phone a friend right now, Sean? I think that's what I just did. The, uh, the things that will cause that are, one is the engine overheating. It's just so hot that it will ignite that gas without the need of the spark plugs. Mm-hmm. And that is determined also by the octane in the gasoline. Mm. That is the reason for higher octane is so that uh, it uh, the flame is not too easily lit. I got you. And also, if the idle speed is real high, okay. it can cause that. Okay. Now, does compression ratios play a play? Because we did bump the compression ratio up. Oh, same. yes. But the higher the compression ratio, the more octane you need. That's why high-performance cars take premium. Okay. Very interesting. So I've got a combination of a couple different things that I'm really embarrassed that I didn't already know. Um, so what I need to do is, A, number one, I need to check my octane level and the fuel that's in that vehicle. Yes. Make sure that is at the correct spec that I need for that 10 to 1 compression ratio. And uh, obviously the vehicle is not overheating, so I'm not having an overheating issue, but... I'm also running a hotter spark plug in that engine, so it may not be a bad idea to maybe reduce the heat of that spark plug. Unless it's running extremely hot, not necessarily, because when you turn the key off, you no longer have a spark. True. True. Okay. You see what he did right there? Well, he just fixed that car. Did you see what he did right there? Yeah. You don't need to have him on retainer. You just call up. (laughs) (laughs) Call in the cab. Yeah, call ADP. Go ahead and call ADP now. Go ahead and put a. Just just tell him to start putting a check in the mail each week. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, what do you think? 75 bucks a phone call? Yeah, but the cab would be like 100. Actually, I can come up and tell you the grand total of what I've charged people for doing that as far as coming to help Chris or someone else. (laughs) I know the exact sum. Oh, zero. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to start. You got to charge a little bit here and there. The, the, the eighty piece going to be like, who's Kevin Maggard? Shh, 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 don't say that loud. Yes, just hear at me. least at least lunch. Actually, Chris did take me out to lunch. Well, there you go. I, yeah. Yeah. To lunch. Yeah. 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 No, I I respect <laughs> and appreciate everything he's ever done. Uh, yeah, hands down. And and in the limited time that I've known him, he's been an absolute. Now, m- Kevin can tell you this: we were working one day. And so Kevin was sitting there, and so I forget what birthday it was. And so Kevin's like, man, Elmo, he said, no one's wished me happy birthday today. What did you say? I know you're, you're going to embellish on Well, I mean, just you, you said it a couple times. People may not know that you, Kevin gave you a nickname. Kevin, what, what was can it? you elaborate what, on the nickname that you gave nickname? Chris? I remember something. The Young it started, Tech. It started. I'll let him. Well, it started uh, when I was young, the older gentleman that took me under his wing and uh his method of how he worked on cars he was uh, he was a great guy nice guy and he just took me under his wing well he used to call me elrod and uh, now you got to understand, this is about 80, 80 years ago. So, <laughs> and, and this guy was, uh, you know, he was a plain, simple guy, but nice as could be to me. And uh, so he called me Elrod. So after Chris, after a while with working with for Chris, that uh, I started calling him Elrod. And then there was another guy said, uh, came up to Chris and says, uh, is Kevin gay? 
And Chris goes, no. He goes, well, he's calling you the rod. <laughs> and he goes, so I was thinking, uh, thinking. <laughs> I think you're speaking Spanish. So, okay. yeah. so I, I changed that to Elmo. Yeah. <laughs> so Quickly. That, that, that rolls off the tongue a little better there, too. And so that was the reason I called him Elmo. Well, people would say, well, why do you call him Elmo? And I say, well, he tickles me. <laughs> <laughs> And it stuck more than anything ever. They're like, Elmo! Elmo! I'm like, all right, all right. And the funny thing was, is I never looked at it as any other way. It's just what Kevin called me. Kevin yeah. called me Elmo. But it was, I was somewhere, and someone said, uh, like, hey, Elmo. And I looked at them, dude. I'm telling you, my eyes were daggers. I was like, <laughs> you shut the fuck up. There's one person in this world that calls me Elmo. That's it. That's it. That's it. I respect him. I respect that no one else in this world can ever call me that. Ever. Ever. It's not a respect thing. It's well, just that's what Kev calls me. I feel like uh, in a future podcast now, we need to actually have the real Sesame Street Elmo come on and explain why he is upset about how you have his name. There's some type of copyright infringement, I'm assuming. I'm, at that I'm point, sure that's is. just all money. That's, that's, that's nothing yeah. to do with that integrity at all. It's spelled slightly different. Well, <laughs> yeah, there's two L's. You that's know, different. Yeah, you yeah. might actually have to have Elrod on the show. <laughs> the Rod. The Rod. I didn't know that part of the story. I didn't either. <laughs> oh, my God. Great. So, anyway, Chris, you finish I, your question. I forgot what I was going with this. <laughs> I, I completely got well, off topic. I remember you spoke one time and says, yeah, that your wife says, uh, looks at you and says, he calls you Elmo. Yes. And uh, Chris says, well, uh, to him, I am Elmo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's, it, because it's so funny. It's like, he'll say Elmo, Elmo, Elmo. It's like the same thing you saying, Chris, Chris, Chris. It's like, it's the, it's completely filtered through my brain. It's like, if Kevin says Chris, I'm like, the same thing is if my mother says Christopher. Oh, you're yeah. like, no, he says no, Chris, 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 you're in trouble. Right, right, right. It's like, yeah. oh, shit, Kev's mad at me now. But no, <laughs> and typically it stayed that way for years, but. It uh no, but no man, Kevin's Kevin's been the best. Now I forget what the story was. What was going to go about the story? I don't remember that. I just had to get to the Elmo part. Yeah, no, you yeah. were really. I know where you. I was were waiting going for it. That. Yeah, yeah. So, it was coming. If anybody remembers what that story was about, just to email us or something. Yeah. We'll get back to it we'll later. Get back to it. I'm interested I'm to see sure if you have any line. more good stories on Chris as a young tech, oh, up and coming, trying to learn. Oh. As he said, and I never forget this ever said, is you ever met the smartest person that you've ever met in your life. Remember this? No. So he's sitting there, so we're sitting there talking. He says, a, a young kid rolls in. He's the smartest guy he's ever met. And he goes <laughs> on. And I mean, I'm cocky. He said, you can tell he's fresh out of training. And he's just, oh, he's going to take on the world. <laughs> and he's like, and that's why I met Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yep, hell yeah, what, yeah. What's funny is you've told that to me when it was going on. You know, like mm -hmm. when he told you about that. Yep. And now I see it. With young guys running in, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, it's he's weird, the smartest person that he's ever met. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I've seen that, and, and I've never yep. ever forgotten so you that. You taught me that through him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that, the and teachings that, have gone around full it's, circle. It's it's weird how it works. And then I remember Kev saying one time, I was like, man, it's so funny. This kid looks up to me to teach him this. And Maggard looks at me and goes, it's a really weird feeling, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's so like, it's like, cause you're supposed to be like the, the enforcer or the upper or that kind of thing. It's like, 
hell is it looking at me for? I'm fucking, I'm just being I'm, ADD. I'm, yeah. So, yeah, sometimes you're just winging it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather be lucky than good any day of the week. Absolutely. Yes. And that's yeah. 100% true. It's like, how'd you find that broken wire? Uh, just, it's it like, happened once before. It's, it's electricity. It's also it's this magic thing they do in the background. Don't worry yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. We don't know. We don't yeah. know what's happening. Yeah. Now, I, I, I get that all the time now where I'm running like that whole crew. It's like everybody's just like, you know, I, I actually heard Zach today. He was like, you know, you got to watch out for Sean. You know, he's talking over there to AJ, and I'm five feet away. Mm-hmm. He goes, he will come up and look at a car. And look at you and make you feel like a complete fucking idiot because you don't know what the hell's wrong with that car. And he will point a finger at it. Yeah. And it's what's wrong with that car. <laughs> yes. Now, do you know Sean's nickname in the, in the shop? Oh, Sean's Lord. nickname is Pop Pop. Yeah. And I've thrown this out there and I've put it to the. I was like, it's like spaghetti noodles to see if they're done. I've thrown them at the wall to see if they stick for numerous times. And then Pop It is Pop, permanently etched in the walls. It's Pop Pop. My, no, Pop Pop like is yelled through the shop multiple times through a day. And it, there's literal, like, like record striation lines. If, if somebody in the future took an old record player and just ran it across the wall, it would just be like nothing but pop, 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 Ridiculous. Yes. Well, you are pop, pop, so that's good. Hey, the one, the only. I can only strive to be as good as Kevin Maggard. You've got a long way to go. Not this lifetime, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, I'm not. I'm just striving. So let's say you died and you were like, you gotta have goals, Chris. I get it. And you were reincarnated and they burned it down, they brought it back, you still wouldn't be Kevin Maggard. I know this, Chris. Well, what happened is 20 years from now, there'll be a podcast, a way lesser podcast, and they'll be looking up to you. What now? I don't know if you can go there. I don't think anybody even listens to this podcast. Yes, they do. I would would assume so. I thought it was just us drinking beer. (laughs) (laughs) There's that too. Wait a minute. This is being recorded. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on a second. I didn't sign any waivers. (laughs) You didn't tell me you hit play. Hold on now. This is bullshit. This is the warm-up phase. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, that's time for them classic pit stops. Sweet. Oh, we got bourbon next, right? Yes, we do. And we'll be back to my favorite. And I bought it this time, Sean. Even sweeter. It's even tastier. It's probably cheap. Probably it's two probably stars. Cheap. Yeah, probably All right, this is Unhooked Chris Sean. We'll be back in just a minute. Holla. Hey, guys, Nick here. I just want to take the time to thank you all for listening. We really appreciate you all sending the emails with the comments and questions. We really enjoy answering all the questions that you all have sent us. So if you want to keep sending those emails, to Stugart Motors Podcast at gmail.com. That is S T U T T G A R T Motors Podcast at gmail.com. Man, where is Sean at? It's almost game time. Sean, Sean are you peeing? I'm scared. I got some on me. Everybody wave your hands side to side. Put them pinkies in the sky. It's bourbon time. All right, guys, and we're back with my favorite segment. Uh, Wait, what? Debatable. Nick, no. Highly debatable. No, no. You you like water in your glass. We all understand that. I mean, it's fine. We understand. Yes. This is my favorite segment. Except for the fact that it has a clover on it? It does. This is actually Kentucky Bourbon Craze, pick number one, age four years and nine months. Uh, The clover single barrel, uh, straight bourbon whiskey. Um, It's actually funny. My neighbor came over, and uh, at the very front looks like a a 
middle-aged man. I would have thought he was a priest, but then Sean pointed out the golf club, so it's a little different there. But anyways, he's like, oh, that's Bobby Jones. I said, Bobby Jones? Who's Bobby Jones? He goes, he's a golf great. But anyway, so it's uh, Bobby Jones, gentleman champion, 1902 to 1971. The Bobby Jones collection sustains the legacy of golf's greatest gentleman champion, known for his honor as well as his mastery. Jones was the only player to achieve the original Grand Slam. After competition, it was custom to enjoy three fingers wow. of the finest local whiskey. So they're doing by fingers. This is kind of, well, they did that with something else. But so he won, and they were like, they gave him the finger. No, three fingers of that. That's, that's the height of the poor. So, um, so they gave him the finger. Well, three, they, they used to do the Ziploc the bags fingers. and some other things yeah. along the way. But Grand, Grand, um, Grand Slam, I thought that was tennis. Well, he was the original Grand Slam golf near. So anyways, the the clover refers to the four-leaf medallion Bobby's mother gave him for good fortune and which he wore at every match. Each leaf of the four-leaf clover is said to hold a different meaning. Hope, faith, love, luck, all of which are helpful in golf, life, and making of whiskey. So. He was a cheater. It was a five-leaf. He pulled one of them off. <laughs> I, recall, I recall a bourbon that we had a while back. That had a similar saying. You talk about plagiarism here? Is that what you're talking? Plagiarism. Um, there was a plagiarism? similar saying on another one of these. The, a lot of the bottles are missing, Chris. What are you doing here? They're empty. I threw them away. There was, there, was, there was a bottle that we had that that had a similar saying. As Hope, far faith, as, luck, and love. That's a that's a four leaf clover saying. Yeah, he, he didn't make it up. Well, no, no. I mean, but there was one that I did. I, I was, You're on your own island here. I don't know. What yeah, I don't know. It's I a Celtic know. pride kind of thing. Somebody, somebody go back through the podcast, listen to them all again, because you know you want to. And I'm sure that there was one that had a similar saying. That's your homework for tonight. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it was uh, um, the a, other a, Irish bourbon we had. A, a Potentially. The one that you took home. That's why I don't have it here. Yeah, that's the same one. Yeah, I know. I took it away from you. If I had it here, we could be good to compare notes. But obviously, you're chintzy. And it was Whatever. Yeah. Oh. All right. That's Sounded how you good. know it's good. Well, See, we hope so. Yeah. And there was no, like, screw-off cap there. And, Kev, that's the thing, too, is when they get screwed off like that, that's uh, you kind of know what you're batting up against at that point. Yeah. That's so that's so what, what uh, price range is this bourbon? Uh, this was, like, 40, 50 bucks, something like that. All right. What's, so uh, what's the proof? In our humble palate. 92, uh, 92 proof. Okay. 92 we're in proof. our realm. We found, Kevin, that the uh, 100 proofs not our and style. above yeah, that's make for our... a rough Friday. <laughs> <laughs> a real rough Friday. <laughs> Friday night, we're too hot. We're, we're not quite that class yeah. Yeah. of no. bourbon. And also, me and Kevin, like I told before, is our palate is a pretty much a, it's a respectively 20 to 30, but we're trying to go outside of our, our barracks here to... 40 to 60. Yeah. I don't know if you heard the one. I, I got us one for a Christmas present from me to me, and it was like, what, a hundred-something dollar bottle. Yeah. I was like, oh, this, this one's expensive. Awesome. Oh, we're, pre- we're, we're prepped and probably I mean, like, we wow, were, that's great. I mean, high hopes. High hopes. I yeah. took one drink out of it and was like, that is the this worst is tasting terrible. thing I've ever put in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you know, uh, Chris's neighbor has, is a is a avid bourbon connoisseur. Oh, and yes. And... Uh, he he tried that same hundred dollar bottle of bourbon. He was, was like, like "Wow, this is phenomenal!" The notes, Chris. the flavors in this thing, and, and we're like, you, you, can, yeah. "You can have it. It's terrible." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's like you can have it. It's I funny. gave him the bottle, Kev. I was like, yeah. "Man, I mean, it's from me to you." There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Merry Christmas, late. All right, here yeah. we are. Let's try this thing out. Let's see what we got. Years ago, someone offered a bottle of scotch to me and I'd never had scotch. I said, well, hell, I could drink anything. 
and uh, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I got a similar story. It's on my line. I've told this one. My buddy had brought a bottle of uh, Johnny Walker over. Okay, nice. And she kicked me when I lived over on uh, Back next to your sister. Yeah, next to your sister. Yeah. And I had a little bar downstairs. Well, the girls kicked the guys out of the bar area. We had to go to the garage. <laughs> it's fine. We could smoke in the garage. Right? We was good with it. Yeah. Went downstairs. My wife's holding the bottle of Jack, or, uh, Johnny Walker. It's like, this bourbon has gone bad. It tastes like a burnt tire, and I died. I said, honey, it's scotch. That's why it tastes like shit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I'm not a scotch fan either. <laughs> this one's good. I like this one. What's getting me on this one is I don't know what it is. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but it's like I took a sip, and the initial hit was really nice and sweet and subtle. Yeah. And then as soon as, you know, it, it, like, went down, it's like I had this strong, like, burn coming up the right side of my throat into my right nostril. This one's like <laughs> I might have aspirated something here. I don't know. Well, don't do it on the podcast. Lord, no. the, the, the health benefits here are terrible. I don't get any of that. I, I got it smooth start to finish. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's like um, the only th- I, I keep on saying, like, a peat moss. You know what I'm talking about? Like, a peat moss. It's kind of like why I give, like, the Irish whiskeys and everything like that. It's like um, it's really hard to describe. It's like it's a um, I don't know how to describe it. It's like it's it's not wheaty. It's like it's not oaky either. No, it's it's almost kind it's, of it's Jameson esque. It, if that makes a type of yeah, sense. yeah. It, it and I'm does. not trying to compare apples I mean, to oranges. It's more like a if you can take a corn and a wheat and like blend the two best parts of those. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the the flavor if if you can imagine it. Um, it's very, you know what it, you know what it is. It's very hoppy. Yeah, I'd say I'd that's good. I think yeah. I think that's kind of what I think that's kind of the only way to really express it is is it it has that hoppiness like. Um, it gets you in the back. Does, a kinda, of, yeah, the tongue. Well, see, mine's actually hitting the roof of my mouth. Like my tongue's not really being activated, but the roof of my mouth is. The roof of my mouth is too, and then the back sides of my tongue are being activated. Yeah. I mean, very good. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, no, it's it's very I, I'd smooth. Say it's, it's, uh, it's, it's very drinkable. You know what I mean? Like it's like you could you could nip on it for sure, but you could drink it too. You, you know what I hate the most about bourbons like this, and we've had several of these bourbons on here now. You wish you did it neat. I wish I did it neat, and I wish I had a nice, flavorful cigar. cigar. Yeah. Well, the problem we've had is that we got burned early on with the cheap ones. We got gunshot. Two stars almost murdered me. I think we should go back to them because they're way more entertaining. Why would you do that? Because no, it's so much fun. I've got stuff to do the next day, man. I got people I, that are looking I think at me I, for I, help. That's why I vote we go back to the twenty dollars bourbons. All right, let's do a vote. All right, okay, so vote, 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 vote for cheap bourbon. All right. No, we uh, we, we leave I, it to I the fans. Guy, oh, oh, uh, oh. Like I was going to say it's going to be a I sixty. Say, I, I say we put it to a poll. Split. We put well, it on the Facebook. problem is everybody on listening to this is probably in the same scenario. As I am, and they want to hear the carnage, yes, and the dis- and just the disdain, the train crash. And I get it. You can't, you can't take your way, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, that's what that's what you know. That's what I laugh at. You're, you laugh you know, at other people's misery. You're what, a terrible person, Sean. <laughs> I wasn't, person got really I wasn't hurt. until you put it out there. Well, now I was uh, can... I was associating with other like-minded people. You Chris. are the man in the mirror. That's all I'm saying. Sean, serial killers are serial killers, whether they get caught or not. 
I'm just saying. But they're only known if they get caught. <laughs> no, they, they are still out there. It's just, it's the they're not known unless more. they get caught. It's, 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 That's it's, not a question mark. <laughs> hmm, is he a serial killer? I don't know. No, there's still no, a question mark by his I don't name. know, but this $20 bourbon's good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I didn't know you could buy $20 bourbon. Oh, yeah. oh <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> We've all been to pitch. The times have changed. The times uh, have changed. Now, 20 years ago, you could. Or yeah, oh, twenty you, years ago you, you could, but, I, can, I didn't, but I didn't back think, then the twenty dollar bottles of bourbon were good. Yeah, they're, they're equal to five dollars. Our twenty dollars was probably your five dollar bourbon back then. Ripple, huh? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Heaven Hill. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm trying to some other ones. To be honest with you. I would probably drink Heaven Hill over most of our $20 bourbons we have mm-hmm. nowadays. Yeah, at least Heaven Hill's got together consistent. They were awful. They, they were, were consistent. <laughs> they're very consistent. Yeah, they know what you're going for. You're yeah. trying to get somewhere, and they're going to get you there. At least, at least the description is in the name. Exactly. Heaven Hill. You're going to meet somewhere between. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're either going to hit the hill or you're going to heaven, baby. Well, two, yeah. two stars was as advertised. It was two stars. Was two two stars. out of ten Ugh. for sure. Man, I think it was a star over. I think that, I think it was I think a star that, over. I think two stars got more fame from our dislike than they did from actually us liking it. Yeah. L eight couldn't fix it. No, no, no we tried. That is and, bad. And in fact, in fact, that is really L eight actually reached out to us after the podcast was like, "Man, we are so sorry. Yeah, we tried." We, and L eight started following af- afterwards. <laughs> They're like, "Well, at least we tried, man. It's Together, like, we, go, I mean, go team L eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's get down to it. All right, all right, let's go. All right, with uh, go with Sean. Yeah, uh, no, go with Chris first. I'm, I'm still. Chris gave it. I'll give this one probably an 8.75. Mm, it's right. up there. Yeah, you're where I'm at right now. Yeah, it's up there. No. I'm, I'm going to say this is definitely um, not one of the best ones we've had, but a very good one. That's yeah, good. Um, I'm probably going to be more along the like 7.8, 7.9. Ooh, low ball on it. Just, I mean, just because Ooh. I feel like it's just missing one little element, and I just can't quite put my finger on it. He's just mad he got aspirated before the... Yeah, well, no, because it's, it also, keeps, it's also not German, it, so he's not happy with that either. Yeah. But there's that, and you're Irish, so. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So no, double, I love double the Irish. whammy. I love the Irish. No, when you're on the podcast, whiskey. you love the Irish. Um, but no, I mean, it was a very, very, very drinkable bourbon. I mean, definitely. Very drinkable. Yeah, it's nice. I just feel like I really, really we need, we need to get a humidor in here with some nice cigars. I've well, got a humidor over there. Anyways, hey, let's go with yours, and I got a solution to our problem. Uh, okay. I'd like to think it's probably an eight point four five six. Really, eight point four five six. Wow, you're like you're really hitting those decimal points. Eight ain't you? six seven eight. five three zero. Oh, you nine. guys, you guys want to do this as a as as a, won't as you, a dive won't you team? Go on down and hit the, the hit the, the thousands, hundred thousands, ten thousand. You're, you're, I'll right, go as long as you want me to. But, if you're Miss Frizz on the school bus, I'm most yeah. Just run here. it all the way out. You know what? That's what fine. is pi? Three point one. I'm not going to get. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, yeah. let's just run it out like pie does. That's fine. I'm going to okay. do like yeah. a banner here so we can all remember it. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. Yeah. It's delicious. It's good. Well, it's good. So we got a, probably an average of an eight point two five. I'd like to think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. It's pretty good one. How about from here on out? When we get to the the range we're at, we do it neat, and then we do it on the on the rocks. That's a really good idea. I know I came up with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, we can't do that. <laughs> No, okay, it's like yeah. it's a really good idea, Sean. We, we should really do that. No, like he, three or four podcasts we've done it. It's like yeah, we, we wish we had done, wish it, it, done neat, it neat. And then, yeah, on the rocks, yeah. Look yeah. at that. Yeah. It's twice the more reason to drink. Yeah. Yes. Right. Not <laughs> on the time that he buys the bourbon. Why is that? Because he buys shit bourbon? Yes. Okay, fair enough. Uh, 
Well, I don't. I don't know, man. He's brought some good stuff. The, to the last table. one got higher rating than this one. Yeah, we were straight in the nines on that one. Yeah, that was pretty good. So I'm pretty sure his man. wife bought that bottle. Hey, fair enough. I don't give a shit who buys it. Yeah. Drink it he did. Yeah. She was. A, he was like, oh man. She's like, here, just take the one I bought for our anniversary. <laughs> Is that what she said? <laughs> she, no, she now did she not. has taste. I'm just saying. Yeah. She does have taste, but she, she didn't go out and buy my bourbon. <laughs> okay, big man. All I'm right. just saying. I'm, I'm hello, a, tough guy. All right, fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Who, who fills up her gas tank? You think that she's gonna go out and get my bourbon? Uh. Why do you think she married you so she doesn't have to? What is wrong right. with you, Nick? No, 100%. We all have our place. We all have our place. And I understand. Yeah. So the Clover single barrel, I most definitely, I'll buy this again. This I, might, I might. No, it definitely. Get, get one of those down. for my uh, personal collection. I have to Hope, the bottle. faith, love, luck right yeah. outside. Yeah. And so, like so right after the podcast, we're actually going to take a picture with this bottle so everybody yeah. can get a visual of there it. There you go. We're going to post it up on our Facebook page. There so you go. make sure you uh, like in that Facebook page so you can see this and, and go try it. it. Definitely Just, go try it. Where see was it distilled at? Tell uh, Nick he's a complete idiot for giving it the score. And Sean's like right on par. I mean, that's was, all that matters. It was distilled in Indiana. Mm. I know. Gut punch. I know. I know. It's fair enough, mm. man. Hey, it was good. It's good. What's good's good. <laughs> you hey, you, you can't. You can't. You can't judge it where it's from. It's that's why you do like a blind taste test here. It's nice. I see. That, that's been the most amazing gentleman thing. Gentleman champion. Yes, it. Gentleman champion. Right about this is how many are distilled outside of Kentucky. Right. Not so there's I, a bunch I, of that. I, I'm sorry, but that to me, as an outsider into Kentucky, makes me happy. Thank you, thank you. I mean. The man right here has got a good. It's got a good potion. Just let him, let him have, have, have some lean. Speaking of potion, that does resemble kind of like one of the old medicine bottles from like. That's kind of why it's eighteen hundreds. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. that. All right, well, it's cl- time for one of them uh, classic pit stops. Skirt. What? This is on the hood. Chicken versus Charles. Back to school. You got down there. So what you want? I want bourbon. Hey everybody, this is Sean from Under the Hood with Chris and Sean. Just wanted to reach out and let everybody know how thankful we are for our listeners and always remember to drink responsibly. Remember to always be safe and do not drink and drive. Love y'all. So uh, downstairs on the kitchen table or a you got to tell we're live. Oh, I'm sorry, we're live. Also, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, can you go down to the living room table? Mm-hmm. And there's a piece of paper with a uh, baggie attached to it. Mm-hmm. I need you to wallow around in that baggie, and I need you to pull a random name out of that bag for me. Did you say waller around? Waller, waller around. Is it Waller? Is it Waller? Or be your mix mix the bag up and then take a random name out of the hat. Tell your is it is it Wallering or is it Wall? Wall I don't think Waller would be your whole fucking body. Right. Yeah. That's what I was. (laughs) You Waller. You jump in the mud and then you Waller. (laughs) (laughs) Just stick your hand in the hole. (laughs) Grab something out. Tell me what it is. It is John Graham. 
John Graham. John Graham's the winner. John Graham's the winner. We'll Beautiful. Have to, we'll plug this in. We'll edit this in. So good job. Wonderful. Thank John you, Graham. Doll. Love Thank you. you. Thank you, Allison. All right, guys, and we're back. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yay. So. One thing I wanted to – you talked about this when we were back in the day about Kevin. Mm-hmm. It was something that always interests, interests me about Kevin is that he did these – he would ride a motorcycle, and it would go as slow as he possibly could. And it had no seat. And it had no seat. <laughs> yes. And then Kevin was kind of talking about this before we started recording. We had to start talking about this. So, right. Kevin, please elaborate on this. It's, what's it called? Trial? Tri- it's trials. 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 Yeah. So you just try to go as slow as possible? Well, in, in competition, what you do is you have a obstacle course. And you have to go around that obstacle course without putting your foot down. If you put your foot down, you get a point, which is not good. If you don't make it, period, uh, that's five points. Now, if you dab your foot two or three times, then you get two or three points. And so whoever has the last points the least amount of points at the end is the winner of that section. But these sections were not, were very difficult. Uh, most people wouldn't be able to make it. Normal, normal dirt bike riders would have a very, very difficult time making it through it. But the bike, you ride the bike differently. Is it, is it one of those things? I've seen videos where somebody's like hopping on one stump to another stump. Is that the thing you're talking exactly, about? Exactly. exactly. You did yeah. that. Yes, not yeah. very well, but <laughs> you don't have to do it well to be good at it. It's I'm even just... more amazing now that I knew that that's what you were doing, dude. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Is what that is. Well, yeah. we uh, I rode regular dirt bikes also, and uh, so after riding those trials bikes, where you could just go over crazy stuff that I never would have even attempted on a dirt bike. Well, back when I got on my dirt bike. It was amazing the stuff I would go, go over that I never would have attempted. Well, yeah, because yeah. you've done so much crazy stuff on the, yeah, on the trials bike. And it's, it's technique is the big thing. It's not just twist the right. throttle. Right. It's it, technique. And oftentimes you'll stop to get your bearings and, and hop the front wheel to get it in the right direction you want to go. So it, it's not a speed. You take all the time in the world you want. But it's, it's a thinking man's game, it sounds like. You, it's, you're gonna balance. Have, it's balance. It's balance. you got to <laughs> look at your path in which – which way you want to go. What's your next step? Yeah, Yeah. next step. You know, place the front tire here and then pop over here and goose it real good to get the front end high for the next ledge. But uh, Instead of hammering down, let's just go up the mountain. No, you're not doing that. You really need to see it to understand it. So so you might want to YouTube that. And if you want to see the really impressive stuff, look at the indoor trials. That's that's the videos I've seen where people are – I called it a stunt. So basically they're going to have like – three five even six stumps and they're all going to range from from 12 inches to 16 inches to 25 inches to all the way up and they these guys will come up and they'll pop up the front wheel and just like a, go, on a unicycle <laughs> on the back wheel yeah. it's like a dance yeah. they'll get it's to like the top and they're at, when they're at the top they're 18 feet in the air well the next obstacle is a is like this little skinny rock that looks like sean that's not going to hold anything, and they will jump from the back wheel. And land on it, dude. Like five, ten feet. It's a finesse game. And it, they'd land it, on this on this. It's needle. even more impressive. Chris was telling me about this a long time ago. I was oh, like, that's impressive. Yeah. It's absolutely oh, yeah. insane. It's absolutely yeah. insane. And when I was a young guy, it's like a, a really good friend of mine, uh, Bart Gooch, his father was an amazing, amazing writer. Well, he did 
trials riding, and he also did what's called flat track racing. Right. Well, flat track racing is actually, believe it or not, in the last few years, actually become more mainstream. Um, we actually do it here at the Red Mile once a year now, um, and it is absolutely amazing to watch. But between trials riding and flat track racing, the the correlation of the two, it it is a pure and utter ballet of skill. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is absolutely amazing. If anybody ever gets a chance to actually go and watch this stuff live, well, it's, 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 it's amazing. It's, it's the core strength to be able to do that. And people yeah. just think this, it's just the machine doing it. No, the machine's doing what you're being told to do. Mm-hmm. And to be able to have that agility or that kind of like pose to be able to do this and that, it's, it's, the, the machine is just being told what it needs to be done. To do it is, is the rider 100%. Oh yeah. Well, Kevin, Kevin was kind of telling us earlier. You went down to a place, a local place around here called Livingston, and you were yeah. doing all that stuff, which and is had, bananas. Which, yeah, <laughs> you know that place. It's crazy. Yeah, I broke there a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The funny part was, is you said you had your helmet on. Well, tell a little bit about that. You were going up the side of a rock. Face. Yeah, we were going up some very steep rock faces, and uh, we'd pop out on top and then hop our way down. But uh, none of the other motorcycles were doing that, so. Uh, but it was, you know, once you learn the techniques, actually we went to a training camp in Tennessee and, uh, that helps quite a bit in your technique is jumping logs and et cetera. So anyway, we were going up this very steep, steep rock face. And, uh, so people were stopping to watch us, people on regular dirt bikes and dune buggies and anything with a motor on it in Livingston. What the hell they do? They need have a seat on that bike. So we stopped to take a break and we took our helmets off. And they're like, well, you're just a bunch of old men. <laughs> <laughs> but you were doing all this crazy stuff. Dude, yeah. When, when he told me it wasn't a seat on it, at that point, I, it, oh, yeah. when you told me about it, YouTube wasn't really what it is today. No. So I was like, what? Yeah, and then Chris that, explained it to me. This was, I mean, this has been 10, ago, 12, 15 ago. years ago. Wow. So, yeah, that's, that's amazing that you oh yeah, you did that. That's crazy. And they're into it, like <clears throat> into it. And, like, the, the, the other thing I started looking at is that as the older I get, it's like the, 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 the time and the effort to get to that point. It's, it's a lot just, of training. It's a lot of training. You, it's a lot of effort. You just don't draw, jump on one of those bikes and go, no. <laughs> I got a boulder in my front yard. I'm going to ride a wheelie up that thing. Right. No, like, you're not going to. And the older I get and different things I see, I'm like, the amount of passion and the amount of like fortitude to be able to do that. It's like, that's not a weekend trip. That's something that's like, I've been training, planning, and then now we're going to do this. And you kind of move forward. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's exactly the best word. Mm-hmm. So we, I just wanted to... Put that in there real quick. But we wanted to get into the uh, EV stuff. Sean, you got some questions. Oh, big questions. So yeah. I think everybody at this point in in this podcast. Oh, it's on. All, tough. all one or two people that listen to it yeah. um, understand that I'm not really an EV kind of guy. But I'm not opposed to it. But I really would like to know what your theories on the ev revolution are as of right now okay i got questions uh, as a layman too when you elaborate yeah. okay on what you got. well first of all this is my opinion there may be some facts thrown in but my belief is for some people they're great mm-hmm. if you commute a small a short time to your working back let's say 
they're great, but you have to charge the battery, which uh, that's a pain. So if I were to own one, my garage is full. I have to park in the driveway. So I would have to take a cord and run it out to my driveway to charge my car. Right. Now, also, I don't drive many miles. I drive a little over 2,000 miles a year. So for me, it sounds like it would be great, but I'm not going to drag an extension cord out to charge my vehicle. Uh, also, they talk about them being green. They're not. Right. We use coal-fired coal electrical plants in Kentucky, and uh, if you look over the amount of emissions that are produced between making the batteries and the coal-fired electricity, you're better off to buy a gas car. It's greener. In in your opinion, though, if it was not coal-fired, if it was like a nuclear or anything else, would it be a little different for you? If we had nuclear everywhere, the climate change people that, that discuss climate change and think that that's a horrendous thing, they'll disappear. That's all we have to do is take all our power plants and make them the nuclear. The new nuclear power plants are extremely clean, they're safe, and uh, essentially they can take the old toxic waste that we buried in caves and they can bring that out and use it for fuel in these plants and it comes out cleaner than when it went in. Oh, I was unaware of that. Now, this, what comes out, amazing. they don't take it to the toxic waste sites. They run it back through again, and it gets cleaner again. Really? So we could do without these coal-fired plants very easily, but everybody is afraid of nuclear. I, can now, why, I think that has well, a that, lot to that, do that with, one, like, Chernobyl. And, yeah, I can understand. Right. That, that yeah. wasn't the question yeah. where I was going. I was just wondering if, if it was but no, not I mean, coal, I, you would be... Well, my question is, why, why do you think that people are so afraid of nuclear? Uh, because of uh, bad press. Okay. okay. Yeah. Because okay. the new, you know, generally when you have trouble with an older nuclear plant is uh, things get out of hand. Oh, a pump stopped working, therefore it overheated, and then it melted down, and everything then you have release of radiation. Well, with the newer, uh, with the newer nuclear plants, uh, you could turn the pumps off and walk away, and they shut themselves down automatically. You have to actively keep them going. So, so it's a lot of redundancies in the newer, newer it's nuclear plants the, to prevent that. I mean, well, the way they're made and uh, the way they work, you don't need that. You know, have some so just to make sure it's containment. Yes, so, you know, it, failures make it shut itself down. Okay, okay. So, I give, okay, that's not quick. Quick counterpoint. So, uh, was it Fukushima? Was in Japan, correct? Yes. I didn't Hirosh- need to go down. Hiroshima. No, 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 no. Now the, the problem is you don't want to build a nuclear plant in an earthquake zone. <laughs> that's you know I I that, that was where I was going. <laughs> was that an older? That was an older plant. That was an older plant. plant. Chernobyl. Yeah, that's where I was going with. Chernobyl that plant ran for a very long time before that earthquake happened that actually caused that yes. incident. But Chernobyl was an old graphite uh, plant. And yeah, that, it, that, uh, that was, was yeah. Dark, that was dark ages. Right, right. I didn't mean to go down uh, this wormhole. No, no, trust <laughs> me. No, no it, I love this because I mean, content. it's like I love it. like Chernobyl though. I mean, that was a very um, avoidable 
situation. Well, they should have shut it down shut about it down. 30 years before it blew up. <laughs> exactly. But it, in, in retrospect, when you think nuclear, that is what the average person thinks of. Yes. And be like, I or, don't want to be. Or the Simpsons. Yeah. yeah the Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah. Or three, three Mile Island was. Three Mile Island was an old reactor. Old reactor. And then you got well, Fukushima. Uh, I keep saying that wrong. Which well, one was it in Japan? Well, Three Mile Island, that was a, that was, that was a, that, that definitely could have been prevented. But at the same time, they were actually in the process of actually retroing that plant for newer technology anyway in the process of when all that shit went down anyway. Okay. But so that should have never happened anyway. But that shouldn't. Those two instances should not scare people from nuclear power I'm, at all. I'm just bringing up points but that scare yeah, me. That's all they know. That's all they know. Like Kevin Absolutely. said, yeah, right. In Europe, nuclear plants are all over the place. Mm -hmm. Do you ever hear of, of, of a nuclear disaster in, and so in you're Europe? You're obviously saying that the the press is making it be the monster, it's right? At that point, yeah. Yeah. but that would be the if you want to get away from fossil fuels, that's that's the only way you're going to do it. Wind and solar doesn't cut it. Solar's not green. The panels to produce the panels, you can't recycle them. Uh, the wind power is a joke. Uh, all this stuff is government subsidized. If you had nuclear plants, your tax dollars wouldn't be going to pay people to make inefficient electricity. True that. That's a very good point. What about we're just going to get on this? What about the uh, like tidal, like using the waves? Tidal waves? Tidal waves. Not tidal waves, but just wave power stuff. I've always thought that would be a good idea, and I've really not heard it implemented much. Mm -mm. But, I mean, that that's... Seems like a... So that's free energy. Right. It's going to so, happen. Right. So coming back to it, in Europe, they've actually made a tidal wave. So they created a lake. They put a reactor in the middle of this lake, and it creates these waves. Well, it turns out that, you know, this has become a really hot spot for, like, surfing and stuff because this thing... In the middle of this thing that creates these giant waves is not only creating energy, but it's creating waves, and people are actually coming in on holiday to like. We ride were these waves talking about this at work, thinking that it was a place for people to train to surf. So you're telling no, me, no, it is actually it is actually a, a place to train to surf. Power what, plant. Somebody brought it up. I was like, that's amazing. I've seen videos yeah. of that, no. and I've seen it. There's one with like a well. There's there's one with like a train, and there's one where they drop something down in. Yeah, right, right, no, right. this is a giant cylinder in the middle of this man-made lake. You're telling me that's a reactor and not a steam-powered thing to do waves. <laughs> yes, it is a is it is a because um, when they drop it, there's steam that pops off. Yeah, exactly, and that is creating. In the in the centrifugal force oh, I of get it, it moving, the waves pop out. We, it's creating Helos, energy. Helos, bro. Are we sure that's what it is? Man, I'm not there. I'm not one of those scientists. I'm a simple auto was, mechanic. You're most definitely not. To scientist. me, the the technology that they've implemented in that, you would say things like wicked awesome. Looks if you're a looks yeah. oddly familiar in different scenarios as far as creating energy, yeah. clean energy, wicked awesome energy. Yeah. But there are a lot of other problems with electrical cars. Yeah, let's get Thanks, Kevin, for bringing us right. back to reality. The okay, other shoe yeah. drops, yes. <laughs> the batteries are, I mean, they're great yes. until they get shorted or overheated, and they are extremely dangerous. You cannot put out the fire with water. No, very volatile. And yeah. I have used very small 
uh, lithium polymer batteries, I mean the size of my hand. And I've, I had four of them. Uh, just one of them blew up. Uh, the other three uh, that were shorted, I put them in little RC cars, and you crash, and it's short the pack. And it's one heck of a fire. Yeah. One actually exploded, and that was my fault. I overcharged it. I put the wrong voltage setting on it and overcharged it. And so it puffed up, and I said, well, this, this, I'm going to get away from this. So I tossed it over about <laughs> 33, 30 feet from my truck. Well, it went under another guy's truck. I said, well, no, I better not do that. So I tossed it again. It went under his truck again. So anyway. <laughs> Needless to say, it was, we, must have been a Chevy. Well, <laughs> so anyway, I tossed it out where, uh, you know, where it would be safe. And uh, then I walked away for about 15 minutes, and I came back, and there was a big round area where the grass had burnt, and also it, it had exploded. And I can't believe I didn't hear it. I wasn't that far away, but everybody says, oh, yeah, that thing went off like a bomb. Wow. Now, this is, a, this is a small one. This is the one the size of my hand. It's like a little four-pack double-A is what you're talking about, probably? Like no, let's call it about uh, six, six C pack? cells, yeah, okay. six C cells, okay. roughly that size. But they're very dangerous, mm-hmm. and, and it's, it's not uh, economically, excuse me, efficient, environmentally Oh, okay. Uh, it's, it's not good when they build them. It's, it's, well, uh, my question is that, that got after, after the battery dies and the battery goes to, and so you're saying, okay, well, I got I got to remove this battery and I got to dispose of it, and because it's no longer worth in the car, and obviously no one wants it. What do they do with the battery? <laughs> that I believe I'm really not sure about how much, how toxic they are, but they would need to be disassembled. Right. And something done to it to extract the and that active process, chemicals. Like you said, that process. So it's like the, the battery's expensive. done. Right. So the battery's done. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. well, we're going to move through. And so the whole mindset is like a, it's like a smoking mirror. It's like, well, put a new battery in it, that kind of thing. Don't worry about the old one. Well, my thing is when it comes to all this electricity, it, what do you do with the old with the old battery? There's obviously you're not going to rebuild every old battery there was. There's going to be some type of like disposal. And there's going to be some type of like uh, uh, eco-friendly. However, the disposal is, it's it's not going to equate to what the the manufacturer wants to say. Hey, well, you know, we'll just put a new battery in. You're good to go. Yeah. Well, Where, where's all the old stuff going? It's, it's obviously being dismantled and, and pillaged on somebody else. And so it's like, so in, in my mindset, it's like, well, we're just going to throw it away. It's like, so you're thinking that's, that's cleaner or more greenhouse friendly to have an acid burning cell going into a, 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 a landfill somewhere. But aren't they also moving away from the lithium ion? And I can't remember the other element they're no, doing. No, you're it's right. lithium you're right. something else if I'm... Well, there's, they started out as lithium ion. I think they're still, some people call them lithium ion. Uh, they're moving the, to less volatile. The batteries that I use are lithium polymer. That's it. But yeah. they're, those are the ones that I blew up. <laughs> so they're still not safe. It's, you've, you've got a huge concentration of energy, and you know a huge concentration of energy. They're moving away from that. It would, it basically, what it, my question is is they get they'll get to a point to where they're going to have efficient batteries. You would think. You would I mean, think. we're we're only how many years? See, into this? And, and this kind of comes back to what I was talking about last time when we were when we were talking about EVs. Okay, I. 
wholeheartedly feel that within 20 to 30 years, we will have a solid solutions. Right. Lord, yes, now, they're putting a shit ton of money the to problem, it. The problem <laughs> yeah. I'm seeing now is people are investing so much money. Hardcore. Yeah. Hardcore money into current EV stuff, which is only going to fuel, and I'm not going to I'm not going to debate this. I mean, it's only going to fuel the advancement of the technology. The problem well, we is hope, we hope, we hope. the current EV situation. Okay, all the money people are putting in and buying these cars and this and the other, they're the ones that are suffering the most because they're the ones that are the test and tuners. Right, and. Mag said at one point in time, it was funny. It's like how people are, are are drawn to water. So it's like the same thing. It's like, well, this is the best thing we have. So we get drawn to water, that kind of thing. It's like, well, drink it and you'll be just fine. The only problem we're having with the EV a lot is that is um, they're one. Okay, so I have an EV car and you hope that everything works just fine. Well, something breaks. So, okay, I have to go to A, a dealership, or B, nobody. And that's the problem yeah. is that there has to be Because I don't know if anybody knows this. You and I, Chris, we've looked into this. In order to be able to work on, let's say, Teslas, right. it is $50,000 per person if you get accepted. Right. To go through the course, their program to be able well, to right. get certified to work on these vehicles Which per person. I, but you and I both know it's all it's all it's just a it's a certificate to say hey I can do this. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, we've been through this our entire lives. Right. But the fact of the matter is 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 like with Tesla, they don't release information, they don't release technology, they don't release parts, they don't release oh they won't they anything. Won't. So it's like if we have, a te- say, a Tesla come into our shop, literally we can't do anything to that car. We are in the Because era, we don't have access to any parts or same, information. The same era we are, we are in right now is to say that it's like <clears throat> this car is fuel injected and this car is a carburetor. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it's the exact same thing. So it's like, well, this car has got a carburetor on it. I can help you. This car has got fuel injection. I can't help you. Yeah. You see, and it, it's a very awkward situation that we're in right now. And, I mean, Kevin, you, you probably saw this in, in your time as a technician. Oh, I, I guarantee mean, it. With, with the transition of carburetor, mechanical fuel, fuel injection, uh, electronic fuel injection, that there was a very large gap in information available to you when you would see one of these vehicles with a problem. Not only that, the, uh, it takes a while for the people who service your cars to get familiar with them. If you only get one a month, mm-hmm. it's going to be difficult. Uh, exactly. That's sort of like why I like a dealer environment to learn a particular car. About the only way you're going to know everything about it is you have to work on the same car type of cars mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. But then also there's other problems with these EVs. Let's say I take my Tesla and I charge it up all the way and I put it in my driveway and I didn't drag an extension cord out. It's just going to sit there. And the weather gets cold. The batteries can't handle the cold weather. So they turn a heater on to keep the batteries warm. 
So if you let it sit out in the cold for a while, it discharges your battery. Which is natural because the heaters are running to keep the batteries warm to Correct. charge up, but they're using the energy. Right. So and, you, you parked yeah. it with a full charge. When you get in it, you're not going to have a full charge. Absolutely. Also, uh, there's not enough infra infrastructure for it. Uh, you see a lot of... Uh, Superchargers, the Tesla supercharging stations, mm -hmm. uh, some of those are run by diesel generators. So that's sort of kind not of exactly the purpose. Yeah, really? exactly. Really yes. Yeah. So, really? okay. so theoretically, let's just say everybody goes nuclear power. We got all the energy we can use. It's nice green energy. And, uh, you're going to pump all that electricity into our grid. Well, you're trying to eliminate the amount of energy that we use gasoline and diesel fuel for, mm -hmm. and you're going to take all that energy and put it through our existing electrical grid. You can't handle it. No. Also, the batteries don't charge instantly. Nope. So, and if you charge them at a faster rate, it damages the batteries. Exactly. So, let's say you're going on a trip. That's where I would be extremely concerned if I had an electric vehicle. You go on a trip and you say, oh, there's a charging station. So I'll get back in line so that I can wait for the other people to charge their cars. Well, how long is that line going to be? Well, on average, it takes anywhere from two to five hours to get a half a charge. No, that's with the lower rate. Let's say we're at superchargers. Yeah. Uh, even if it takes 30 minutes to an hour, uh, you've got to wait 32 minutes to an hour in order to get your car in there to be charged, mm -hmm. along with everyone else that wants to get charged. So yeah. you're going to have backed up lines uh, going to your supercharger, but you're going to have to change the whole electrical grid. Yeah. You're going to have to increase it by a, a massive amount to, to duplicate the energy in, in gasoline and diesel fuel and now, natural gas. And yeah. So... So this is a very interesting conversation we're having, and I just can't help but under but but ask this question. So, in your mind, so Tesla, obviously the the car manufacturer that everybody knows today. I don't know if everybody knows the original Tesla, Nikola Nikola Tesla. So he had a system in place. And of course, it mysteriously disappeared, but um, of wireless energy distribution wouldn't that be a more like if we were running full nuclear systems and had a nuclear tesla hybrid scenario happening that li would literally charge your car while you're driving down the road with his wireless tar charging technology okay. wouldn't that be a more efficient well, we have that today, and uh, generally you're soaked in it right now, uh, radio waves. Yes. Essentially, that is uh, the same principle as trying to uh, supply power to something without a wire. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, uh, you, it's, you can't put much energy through that. True. And you also have the, the uh, distance problem, too. But wouldn't, wouldn't that continuous driving while charging kind of compensate in, in some way? It may help very little, but no. The, the amount of energy required, you just can't, at this time, you cannot pump that much energy through the okay. air. 
So if we took if we took Tesla's technology from the 1940s and 50s and applied it actually that technology today, you think that there would be some way to to increase that electrical connect connectivity? I would love to be the one to invent that or discover right. it. Either one. <laughs> but, well, I mean, if, if anybody has that technology, you know, I mean, that would be amazing. But I mean, I just feel like like initially his his grand scheme of wireless power for the world was absolutely genius and amazing and i feel like that nowadays i mean with the ev cars and different things like that that it would make more sense with that technology to to increase our distance say you know right now you get you know i think i think modern tesla batteries are getting 350 miles to a charge mm-hmm. and say if you had two between here and Florida, you had two different Tesla kind of setups. I'm not as smart, <laughs> smart in that aspect at all, but I mean, it just seemed like it would be, if you could get 350 miles, even on a, I don't know, a 10 or 15 kilowatt charge while you're driving, wouldn't that increase you another 20, 30, 50 miles? I wouldn't think it would be even close to that. You don't you, think so? Do you have a wireless charger on your phone? Oh. No, I don't. Okay. Let's say I do, and, and a lot of people do, and, and they say, oh, all you have to do is set it there. You don't have to plug it in. So essentially, that's what you're talking about. Okay. Now, the distance between that uh, pickup inside the phone and the device you set it on is a few millimeters. Okay. Well, as if energy radiates outside like a light bulb, the intensity of that drops at uh, the inverse of the radius cubed. So you didn't have to be very far off for it to be severely attenuated. <laughs> so, so no, I don't think okay. you get. I don't think you get another mile out of it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It, it, see, in, in in my in my mind, I was thinking, okay, well, that would make sense. But hearing it now, it definitely yeah. Well, I, I, I think know. with the with the EV thing for me, it's like we're in the infantile stage. Ten, fifteen years ago, we were on flip phones. Yeah. And look where we're at now. Yeah. But it's, it's I think with everything, it's going to be an exponential growth <laughs> with things. So we got to start somewhere, and then we'll get they'll figure it out. Okay. Or for, they, or no. it won't. First, we have to get the electrical power. Mm. Without, that, that's something that, I never thought of. That's a good point that you brought up, but I yeah. never even thought. Right of. now, we're using hydroelectric. We're using coal. Which hydroelectric is not bad. Well, it's a constant. No, thing. but it's contaminating. I mean, if you think about how how hydroelectric power works, it's not efficient at all. Well, there's not that many hydroelectric dams. There's, uh, yeah. there's not that many, but I don't see how it's not efficient. It's constantly going. You really don't have much maintenance and upkeep on it. Yeah, but the well, no, actually, you do have a lot of maintenance on that. You, you think about the Hoover, ha- the was it uh, Howard Hoover, Hoover Dam, Hoover, Hoover Dam, Hoover, Hoover, Dam. Dam. Hoover, Hoover Dam. Sorry, that is that bourbon is kicking in. Anyway, so you think about the Hoover Dam. I mean, think about lives lost, maintenance over that was, the years. That was the 1930s I mean, safety. Issue. But I mean, you got Where of- has any modern hydroelectric dam been built in the United States in the last 50 years? Valid point. 
I don't know. There's, but, yeah, uh, I mean, if you use modern technology, yeah, they might be a little more efficient. But what if you live in Kansas? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, there's... What, it yeah. sounds like then there's other things to do. The nuclear thing's good. I've, I'm about the waves. Let's get the beach going here. No, well, once again, uh, what if you live in Kansas? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you just got longer electrical lines. Get yeah, there. okay. <laughs> well, when you run longer electrical lines, yeah. you lose more energy. Well, yeah. because, and you've got to build bigger lakes. Yeah. It's, so. it's really it's Kansas. Yeah. What do we wear? It's Kansas. Yeah, it's great. It's great. No, this was really, really informative. I'm so happy to have you on here. Yeah, I could have gone another hour on this. I can't talk about this stuff with these guys. It's like... <laughs> I feel stupider talking to them. Thank you. Well, the, 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 the next argument people have, oh, we'll put solar cells on them. Right. There oh. you go. Now, it's been a while since I've used solar cells, but you can't get much out of them. And no. uh, so if you put cover your car with solar panels, uh, I don't think you'll have nearly enough energy to constantly go down the road. And, you and will the, run out okay. of energy. You'll last, use more than you produce. Last question for me. Are you still impressed with what they've done with it so far? With the, because the brakes, they don't they? Uh, yeah. Brakes auto-generate. So, yeah, radio-controlled cars were doing that 20 years oh, ago. Oh, so that wasn't yeah. even a new thing. Okay, no, well. that's not new. That's, no, that's and new. You're, you're literally creating enough power to, I don't know, go a second maybe. Two seconds. I'm not sure, but uh, essentially uh, the way they do that is they take an electric motor and they run it backwards. Well, that makes it a generator. It's a good idea, but it's not going to make a huge – most of the drag of the car is wind, uh, the friction in the tires, a lot of tire losses. Now, if you're running on steel wheels, you wouldn't have nearly as much as that, but that's not feasible. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not solar. I'm not sold on solar. People say out west, let's, oh, yeah, solar panels are great. I, I save this much money or I make money putting electricity in the grid. Well, in Kentucky, you may go a month and a half without seeing the sun. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Think about Wisconsin or Oregon yeah, or but, you know, so, any of those northern states that – I mean, they're, what, covered in snow nine months out of the year? Yeah. I mean, the snow is overcast, overcast. Is well, no the sun. solution to that is if you get snow on your solar panel, just uh, put heaters on them to melt the snow yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so that you can no energy. Yeah. run the heaters, see? Yeah. So in order to run the heaters, you need the solar panels. <laughs> So uh, I'm not sure how that's going to work out. Yeah, no, unless you have huge battery banks in your garage, you're, you're pretty well screwed. But Fisker Karma is actually a car manufacturer that actually died in, in 2012. Well, their theory was we're going to build a gas engine, we're going to power an electric motor, we're going to charge batteries, we're going to put a solar roof on this car, and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna take over the world. They started in 2010, they ended in 2012. Right. So if that is any indication to what this technology is producing... I don't think the solar panels are recyclable either. No, they're not. But you'll notice everybody that talks about this green energy, the wind and the solar and all that stuff, it's being subsidized by the government. I'm sorry, it's being subsidized by your tax dollars. Yeah, exactly. So if you take that away, the cost alone is just 
I mean, it would absolutely yeah, astronomical. Astronomical. But well, this is a good time to end this, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we, we could go on for hours. Down, we don't want to do that. Down and dirty on yeah. this Sean and Chris podcast. <laughs> I mean, you know, Kevin, again, thank you so much. Okay, well, this now this is, is my opinion. I'm sure everybody's saying, <laughs> well, that guy's full of it. Yeah, no, no. Hey, but I that's get that opinion. all the time. I am totally fine with being full of it because, you know what, I feel kind of full of it, right? Oh, no. You are. Sean. I, might <laughs> yeah. I might have to use the potty after we get done with now, this. I would hands down get that shit out of here for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you can find us at 1305 West Main Street. You can contact us at 859-255-7424. Mm. You can hit us up online Uh-oh. at Stugart Motors Podcast at gmail.com. Love. Right. You got it right. I'm, I'm at a 95% success rate. Aside from you helping with my floors, this is the most I've been proud of you. Sean, I, so I get it 95% mean. of the time right. You just remember the times I you're, get it wrong. Out of 100, I get it matters. five times wrong. When you get it wrong, that's all that matters. We, we shot it to you three or four times. You were 100% wrong that, on it. You couldn't, not, remember, you couldn't remember the number last time. Anyways, let's the, get back to it. Man, I'm not the one that does it. Yeah, so. it's your shop, and you couldn't remember your own number. I'm just saying. I got it. I got it down. I don't even ask, work at it. I got ask it. Ask me what my phone number is. Uh, what's your phone number? 859-255-7424. I just said it, so of course you got it. Anyways, hit us up. Hit us up on Instagram. Get us the Instagram. What's the Instagram handle? Jesus uh, Christ. <laughs> hey, I know where my TikTok is, player. I don't want to hear. What? Yeah, it's a true. Well, we'll catch you all next week. I'll uh, yeah.